Hey, this is Salem. And Dusty. And you are listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Listening to the sock drawer on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. I'm Salem. I'm Dusty. And uh, we have a very special guest with us today uh, from down under, uh, all the way from Australia, our friend Fontaine. Say hello. Hello. Fontaine, how are you doing today, my friend? Very well, thank you. Uh, this is kind of awkward. For me, just because we we have a friend of ours uh, from a completely different side of the world, which is why right now uh, I'm a little pissed and tired because <laughs> it's five in the morning here uh, doing this recording, and I'm just I don't know I, I didn't want to I didn't want the alarm to go off I didn't want to you know put my clothing on and just like uh, I just I didn't want to get out of bed. It's but, cold. But yeah, it's. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, but, oh yeah, because we were because I took a two-hour nap. You suck. Because I, I knew we were doing this. Oh my god, I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare because I suck. <laughs> I spent all my time playing Minecraft and drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> Such a horrible fuck. I knew we we had this plan. It was about a, a half a week now, something like that. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Anyway, but Fontaine, how you doing, buddy? It's uh, it's it's great to have you. Thank you, thank you for actually like last minute saying, yeah, sure, I'll join you guys. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having me, guys. It was short notice. I probably didn't appreciate when I said maybe that it was gonna go ahead like immediately the next opportunity. But uh, no, it's good. It's great. It's uh, it's it's uh, nine o'clock here on my Saturday night. Everything's dark and quiet. I've got my my dog here. Is wondering what's going on. So I know you, you guys. You've got the cat. I've got the dog. <laughs> Opposite so, hemispheres. <laughs> I'm going to assume that today's episode is going to be nothing but uh, uh, you know. Back and forth questions and answers uh, based on you know the culture because uh, we're American, you're Australian, and everything is just different uh, on both sides. I'm sure you know a good portion of of American life. You have been here before, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, where where was it that you said you 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 went to in in the states? Gosh, I've I've been just about just about everywhere now. Um... I've spent probably 14 months in the U.S. in the last 10 years. Uh, I'm married an American. I have two uh, half-American children now. They're both dual citizens. But, um, yeah, I took a big trip in 2007 and did uh, Vancouver all the way down the coast, San Fran, Sacramento, L.A., San Diego, Tijuana. Um, Came back the next year and did Washington, San Fran again, Okay, so yeah. So the the question then comes: um, How many states would you say you have uh, visited of the fifty plus? I mean, we've got we've got like Puerto Rico and Guam as well, but like of of the fifty states. (laughs) Well, I mean, a lot of them, you know, you've got to bounce off. You you can never fly direct 
anywhere in the USA. You've always got to bounce off of somewhere. So I would say, yeah, I mean, a lot, 30, maybe. Fucking A. Quite a lot. I live here, and I've visited all of, like, four. I think I have eight under my belt. I feel like... (laughs) I feel like we always bounce off of Atlanta or something. And it's always like Chicago going in and out. But yeah, we try to get that. stuff down. Oh my God. I'm just going to pull the cat from the back of his head. Throw him. I'm sorry for manhandling your cat. You know, we we probably should have started out with. That was a horrible statement. We should have started out. That Oh man. Did you hear? Did you just hear me? Yes. I'm ignoring you. (laughs) Okay. I just realized something. What? We forgot a very important way to start this out. What's the very important way to start? How this? do we even know this guy? Oh. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's just a, a random Australian. It's just a random dude. Hey everyone. Just, You're I, listening to, to we, we pulled this guy right off right off the street you know, of Australia. <laughs> we put an ad on Facebook. We need an Australian guy. <laughs> hey, I'm an Australian guy. <laughs> Nothing doing. Oh, I was in this chat room. I was lonely. He was there. <laughs> no. Well, he swiped Tinder on me, so I might as well. She swiped. This is, this is our date. <laughs> you, put your, you put your Tinder app to 5,000 miles. And it's just like, good luck, everybody. <laughs> so... So how how did well I'm assuming you met Fontaine before me because you always meet everyone before me because I don't I don't leave my house except to do this and work so I didn't leave my house to meet a meet so what'd you do huh well I'm one of my stop friends... checking your fucking phone <laughs> and just tell me what tell me how you met Fontaine I know the answer Fontaine knows the answer just tell the fucking viewers. The listeners, we don't have viewers. I'm listening to my fucking mind. five in the morning. <laughs> okay. One of my friends knows I like to do role-playing games. Oh, yeah. You love that role-play. So she said, try Battlemaster. And I did unsuccessfully for about a month. And they told me, try it a different realm inside it yep just keep going inside yep further inside deeper and this guy here is one of the people that talks a lot on the discord yes and i ended up talking to him yes so okay how about how about the easy cliff notes for everybody because we have mentioned let fontaine explain what you know what let's let's have fontaine do it let's let's hear your beautiful voice let's put put me on the spot but it's a what do you call it? It's an international feudal turn-based role-playing game. It's realm yeah. re- realm-based with a you know a pseudo-feudal hierarchy of royals and counselors and lords and knights, and they all occupy you know a portion of a map that they might share with six or ten other realms of. 15 to 40 players each and there are no you know non-player characters everyone's a real a real person that more or less respects the feudal rank upwards more or less 
and mm. uh, yeah, you fight wars and do diplomacy and you know realms and borders go borders go back and forth and there's no there's no way to win so you, you just do, get better you know, every time <laughs> yeah you can see you can learn you can learn the mechanics of it it's a mechanical it's an army you know it's a war game it well but, it's a war game with role play see that's her big shtick it's it's always about the role play with her she just goes nuts with the role play. If there's no role play, she's not. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't care. Mm. But you know, I think I, you would have liked the guy online. I'm sorry, Fontaine. That's all right. I'll, I'll be butting in all night. No, uh, you're supposed to. You're the guest. <laughs> the you know you introduce new players and they set themselves up and they get an army and they get a lord and they you know and they take their turn and they use up all the hours and then they say now what and you've got to tell them you know you got to wait for 12 hours before the turn comes because there's only two two turns a day and it's in that in betweeny time where they've got to uh, you know send a few letters let people know who they are and why they're here and what they're interested in and that's where the role play that, that is, yeah, and that's one of the things I like about Battlemaster. I literally only have to check it twice a day. Mm-hmm. Now I'm guilty of checking it forty thousand times a day because just roleplay F- could happen. F five, you never know. Just refresh that shit. <laughs> Speaking of which, I haven't even used my hours yet because I've been be, waiting for updated orders. Or you can be like me, who gets on, uses my hours of the day, and then just goes to work. <laughs> And we've got about what six hours before turn change. Yeah. So I got time for it. But Four hours it happens for me. It's 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 nice uh, the twelve hour system that may pretty much anyone who plays the game can participate. Find some way to be able to do something on each turn. Uh, so um, for for us. Every turn is noon and midnight. Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard time. But just because it, the turn happens at midnight, you know, you have until noon to use up those hours that you got at midnight. Uh, so any time between then, normally, you know, someone who works a standard nine to five will wake up at eight o'clock, be able to check the, the phone, take care of what they gotta do, and then by the time they're they're home from work at five o'clock they can check again and and uh, go from there or whatever, whatever it is they gotta do. Which is nice. Um so that's that's really cool. You got a lot of other games that are role play based games and the first ones that come to my mind are Morosia, Cantor, Fairy Tale Online, which are all real time uh role play mm-hmm games that uh which i enjoyed that too yeah but but you you get that sense of uh constantly have to go back and check it because you'll miss something exactly yeah. so but yeah. uh Battlemaster is is in my opinion a lot more slow pace which is really nice for someone like me who seems to be busy all the time so win-win but that's how i met him well that's that's how i met fontaine as well now Fontaine runs a uh, a uh, online online D and D game that uh, we are <laughs> we are terrible at. We are fucking horrible at. I'm so sorry. 
I haven't actually said this to you yet, but I am so sorry. <laughs> it was in, it was inferred. I got it, you know. <laughs> we are terrible at commands, and our role play. I'm not sure if that counts as role play. Oh my god! Every time it's my turn, like I'll wake up in the morning, and it'll most likely be my turn. And every time it's my turn, the first thing I go is map. <laughs> I don't have I don't have Google spreadsheets or whatever on I don't my either. phone, and I don't have the memory space to to get it. So I have to make somebody else do all that shit for me, and I feel so bad. No, no, I'm worse because <laughs> like we're gonna have a level up soon, mm-hmm. and you know what's gonna happen? Nothing. You're just, you're just gonna. Fontaine, can you do that for me? me. Just tell me just, what you changed. She's just gonna fling a digital page at me and say, yeah, "You just you just sort that out." <laughs> We're 3-5 players. I know the 3-5 book by the back of my hand. Uh, she's... I'm just me. She's just she's just her. But this this game that you got run is a 5th ed. And I promised myself I would never fucking play 5th ed. But I was like, you know what? These are fun people. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I'm having a good time. I'm having fun. It's just different for me and I suck. Part of the shame of it is, I mean, I haven't honestly sat down and played the fifth edition in a live, you know, in a live play, it's only been online. I've got the books, but um, compared to 3.5 or, or Pathfinder, it's honestly an easier system. So... Oh, it's, it's indefinitely easier, which is what I don't really care about it. Well, I I, my problem isn't the fifth edition. It's the commands for discord. Oh yeah. The discord commands are nuts. Uh, <laughs> Exclamation mark, eh, ampersand. Well, a, that's a byproduct of the, yeah, of the <laughs> server that we're on. You don't always encounter that, but you know it was never meant to be a, a serious, you know, ongoing campaign. Just a, a showcase to, you know, of, of the fifth edition and to the Avra Discord bot that people were unfamiliar with, and you know we're all we're all learning. And and as long as you've got the patience for me going, just type what the command is so I can copy and paste it, and then I'll RP. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what stings the most, guys, and I'll be honest, because now is the time for honesty, is that I've seen you guys do such lovely role-playing in Battlemaster. And then... (laughs) (laughs) That's all. That's all. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so, are you still upset about the idea that our characters stayed in bed instead of going to the adventure? <laughs> but, you know, the it, it's it's different because I play. I've got like nine of these role playing servers going on, and they're all quite, you know, they're they're, they're regimented. They're kind of formal. Uh, and then, and then there's this with you guys in the Battle Master system, and it's not <laughs> formal or regimented, and it's it's different. You can say you can tell the pedigree, you know, because because these what have we got? We got eight, seven players, and they're all very they're all very in- introspective. They're talking about what their characters are thinking and feeling, and and you don't get that. In this other perspective, because we, you you know you guys have come from a, a role playing 
introspective system with, with Battlemasters. So it's fun to see these player characters that have only existed for, you know, a couple of weeks talk talk about themselves, but not to each other. So that's... <laughs> we try! We and do. It's very, it's very queer coming from <laughs> these other nine servers where there is a constant back and forth Baldur's Gate style banter between the characters. Um, and for, you know, for this Battlemaster game, for the guys to just, everyone's very sort of stoic and, and silent and mm, introspective. It's different. It's not bad. It's different. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. 99% of the time that I have spent, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, participating in that, uh, that fifth ed server, uh, I've been at work. I will, I will just look at my phone real quick at work, say, oh, fuck, I got to make my turn, do my turn real quick, and then do the role play of, he boops it on the schnoot, and then... That's 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 it. So. But we also do interact with other people when we can. Ish. But the other players don't seem to want to. It's I don't know. They, it's, I, I, I like reading their pages of the, of how they're thinking. I don't. I don't. But read, it would be nice. One. Nice if they talk to us. I don't. They could. They probably do talk to me, and I've just never read it because it's a book, and I'm. I just. I can't. I'm too busy. <laughs> I've never read it. If, if it's got if it's got longer than like like five lines of text there, I've got nope. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to understand the different the different models. I suppose we're playing a, a role playing game that's meant to be played around a table with people with real life humans that are rolling rolling dice and you know joshing off one another, and then you move it online and it slows right down. If you give people the opportunity to do play by post, which is what we're doing, which is kind of take your turn when when you get to it, you know, don't take too long, but take, you know, when, when it's convenient. And so it's difficult for that real, you lose that real time banter. But, you know, actually there was complaints in the first couple of weeks of, man, this is, this is so slow, this is taking forever. In, in honestly, our game is, quite quick because you know uh, i know you, <clears throat> I know you guys are online i know you guys you know you you guys being the the battle master players i know you guys are online most of the time twice a day at least and so that you know that, that the tempo that we've got going on is honestly in comparison to some of these servers where a single a single combat can take a month or more <clears throat> honestly quite quick and, and, you know, it's difficult for you guys to put that in perspective. Not, uh, I can't remember the amount of battles that we've actually had in that server. I think it's like four or five so far. And that's more than uh, in the amount of time that we've been playing this this with you uh, than I've had when I had like a, uh, like an actual groups get together and, and actually yeah. play the game. We've, we've done yeah. more... Uh, you know, see. I, I actually enjoy the pace about all, and and where else can I type? And she fumbles because she was looking at Tristan's at Tristan's butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the yeah. one thing that I know for certain that is a little iffy, in my opinion, as somebody who is a complete amateur dungeon master, um, 
But I do know one thing about the time that I have spent in a dungeon as a dungeon master is that you kind of have to fudge a couple of numbers here and there just to keep <laughs> things interesting. Because I, I have once before been behind the dungeon master screen where I did actually roll the three crits in a row and i'm talking like 20 20 20 to complete permadeath a character and i'm like oh haha, look at that he missed and that and that's and that's something he he missed your character because you don't want to do that yes the, i mean the dice talk but uh in in this system that you have it's it's done through an algorithm through discord and whatever fucking comes up fucking comes up yeah you know if you play with the initiative tracker, which we do because it helps, uh, you know, pings the next player in turn and it tracks uh, how long spells will last for and it does the damage in the armor class and the saving throws and stuff. It, and that, that functionality is through the Google sheet. It just drags it straight in. Um, and, yeah, that's the, the, the benefit of it is that the dungeon master doesn't have to be around to arbit you know, the success and failure of every single role, which yeah. and I've been on some servers that do, and they just tend to chunk along because every every single role has to be managed by the dungeon master. Um, but, you know, there's a few ways, and, you know, I'm fudging it for you. I certainly don't have any long-term campaign goals to get you guys anywhere, but... Um, Which is it, good, because our group's called the Misfits. I, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you, though. I, I feel like the only person who is completely 100% organized when it comes down to this is you. Um, everything that seems to happen happens in such a good flowing manner uh, that it's it's almost seamless like you've just got this down i would have if, if you'd have never told me that you're kind of just like i don't have any fucking plans i'm just kind of kicking it as we go along i would have never known i'd have never known that's true i wouldn't have either um yeah. it definitely feels like you are incredibly organized in the sense so so that's, that's really nice. cool it's completely hmm? false but it's nice to hear <laughs> like it's, it's made up i mean Part of that has got to do with, you know, I said it, I said it in a campaign world that is incredibly familiar to me through, through, through books and, and other media so that uh, names and places and people and organizations are kind of second, second nature. And there's a couple of the other players who probably have got that to the same or similar, you know, depth and then other people who are like, Hey, I, I just started role-playing Dungeons and Dragons yesterday um and and i hope it's a fun opportunity for them to enjoy this campaign world for the same reasons that i do um but there's no there's, but there's no plan like if something happened and you guys all got wiped out or something it you know you can you can take it on a tangent i would i would look after you guys because the dungeon masters you know their their role as I see it, is to get the party as close to death as possible by the end of the combat, um, but not quite get there. Is that why yeah, I, I, had, uh, I had one battle? I think it was the second battle that we did, uh, still level one, that I hung on to uh, one HP for like five rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was so certain yeah. you were dead. <laughs> I was like, fucking bring it out, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I think I had like four out of the six of you down at one point. 
Yeah, because I, w- I was unconscious at one point. Well, that was battle number one. That was fucking uh, the first <laughs> yeah. thing that happened in the entire game, period. As soon as everybody did initiative is that fucking she just gets shot by a fucking goblin. <laughs> I didn't even get to play. <laughs> she was out for most of the battle. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I was like, oh, look, I have lay on hands. Let me just blow all of it. <laughs> you tend the fifth edition, I will say, it does empower the lower levels somewhat, but that goes for the monsters as much as for the players. So if you play uh, online servers, other Discord games, they will tend to start at level three, which you guys have just gotten up to in terms of survivability and, you know, customization of the character. There's a few nice things you get to pick from at level three. Um, So a lot of the games will start there. So you're not about to get, you know, one shot by that goblin with a short bow. Even though that's probably just like the highlight of our time together. (laughs) That goblin just... And everyone's calling Frank Frank and saying that he's just... (laughs) Frank is is a god and he's coming back as the big bad. (laughs) Been working out, bitches. Been following you all the way down the coast. I knew I was just a simulation. But now I'm real. <laughs> Mr. Goblin on the holodeck, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But so we, 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 we did a lot of segueing here of, uh, of well, not necessarily segueing. We, we did a lot of talk of, uh, of Battlemaster and our, our uh, D&D group and whatnot. But uh, we never really touched base. Well, I mean, we kind of touched base a little bit on, uh, on, on, I mean, you coming over to America here and there every now and again and, and uh um, visiting more states than we have, um, but uh, there's there's a lot about Australia that uh, I know I don't know, and I can't sit here and pull questions out of my ass like I'm a magician. <laughs> but I'm I'm assuming you have questions. <laughs> well, see, I actually talk to Fontaine about real life stuff all the time. Okay, great. That's because you just, you, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it, I'm, I'm trying to think of something witty. Just get back to me on the witty third. Because it's like, I'm, I'm fascinated by our, our weather right now. We're winter. He's summer. Mm-hmm. That's called the hemisphere. We're in the northern hemisphere. Fontaine is in the southern hemisphere. The sun hits the southern hemisphere more during our winter. Oh, or, or, let Fontaine talk to. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you go right ahead, amateur. I'm, just, I'm, I'm sorry. Meteorology. Right I'm sorry. I just like I. We're You're we're rambling. a pod, We're I know we're rambling, but we're also a podcast that uh, uh, we specifically say no children, which means that our our listener base would be adults who have brains in their heads, who know. You're assuming a lot. That. When we're in winter, Australia's in summer. I'm going to throw I, you out in the 23 <laughs> degrees and watch you freeze. I'm just, I'm just so appalled by your ability to just say things that everyone knows. We are. What's the You know how you usually say something to me? I'm going to say it to you. Shut the fuck up, Salem. Okay. Got him. <laughs> I, got, I just got got. I just got got. But go ahead. Go ahead. We, um, keep, keep going. What are you 
we were flying back from Los Angeles. They've got a little play playground area there. It's great. It's right by the food court. The kids can run themselves stupid um, before we get on that, you know, that 14-hour international flight, whatever it is. And there was a girl there from, from Germany, and we explained to her that, you know, in, in December it's hot here. It could be 30 or 40 degrees in the Celsius. And, and she asked us quite, quite sincerely, when did we have Christmas? Because the the concept of the of the hot I, I December yeah, is back, and we're like, we have it, yeah, same time, same time, but it's hot. Because yeah. we're all used to winter and snow for Christmas. Yeah, everyone and is you so guys used to, are in shorts. We're so used to going to the gas station and hearing on the fucking PA in the gas station. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. You you would never Wait hear that in Australia. No. Do you guys have songs about green Christmas? We have a lot of Australian, you know, folksy style, uh, you know, riffs off of the traditional Christmas songs that are more more to do with our December climate. You know, songs and where it sounds. Santa Our Santa pulled by uses kangaroos. reindeer. What do you yeah. guys use? Uh, ours is pulled by kangaroo. <laughs> really? <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. I'll, uh, I'll link you this. I'll link you the song. Yeah. That's amazing. It's called. Oh, if you want to, you want to look it up. It's called. It's called six six white boomers. Six white boomers. Six white boomers. I'm loving this. I mean, not now. That's our Democratic Party. <laughs> okay, you broke Salem. It's a great, He's it's gone. a great song. It's very catchy. It's by a beloved Australian folk singer. I mean, beloved. Uh, I will not hear a word against. Well, this is also the guy that was dying the first time I played Dominic the Donkey. Forum, which is the Italian Christmas? I don't even remember because they that. use donkeys instead <laughs> of reindeer. Poor donkey! So. I fucking hate yeah. Christmas. This is the greatest thing. <laughs> you know, the, the weather. We we can get a hundred Fahrenheit at at the at the worst. You know, into the into the three digits here at, at the worst for a couple of months. But you know, our winters are pretty moderate. We would never have a, a white anything. I've probably been snowed on four times in my whole life in oh, wow. in Australia. And even that, it wasn't even, you know, it was just the, the barest covering of snow. Maybe, you know, up in the mountains. We have three ski resorts, but it's all fake snow. Yeah. You know how you keep saying you want to live somewhere, no no snow? I, I guess you're going to Australia. No, see, no. <laughs> I don't think I would want to live in Australia. There's a lot of reasons why. And and the internet will always say the same thing. Oh, it's because everything in Australia is going to kill you. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I would want to live in a place that's a country and a continent at the same time. Make up your fucking mind. What are you? Are you a fucking country or are you a continent? Come on. Just, just best, join Asia. No, there's no best of both. Okay? <laughs> what if there are continent and country taxes? You got to pay both. <laughs> Country tax. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Mean, I live in America. Everything is taxed. I'm sorry. Just because no, we, we have we, 
We have federal, state, city, and county taxes. And then you got to pay school taxes. And then you got to pay fucking income tax. I get taxed for making money at my job. Well, my my missus, my wife, still has to put in her American tax return every year, even though she doesn't live there. She's a citizen of Australia now. And she still has to put in her tax for the U.S. Yeah, she... As long as she's a citizen, she does. Fucking stupid. Yeah. And she's worked in like a bunch of a bunch of states, so she wants to uh, keep her uh, keep her medical up. She has to do it in all these states, and she ah screw California. <laughs> you know, let that one lapse maybe, because California's not about to give you a tax refund. Let's be honest. No, no more than New York would. <laughs> they give an IOU. Yeah, the two places that are worst in this country for taxes is California and New York, which but, is why we want to move. They're also the the most dense population. And we just got voted the most likely to be moved out of state. Woo-hoo. <laughs> most likely to pack your fucking shit and go. Oh, I, did, I did mean to look it up in, in advance of this podcast, but you know, Melbourne, this city, the capital of Victoria, where I live, was the world's most livable city for something like six or eight years in a row. And we recently lost it. And I don't know who. I think it was Canada, somewhere in Canada, maybe. But still, that's <laughs> impressive. Recently so lost So your city's yeah. that nice. Oh, a very livable city. That's really cool. See, uh, The city I grew up in, Rochester, uh, was number one for uh, the murder capita of the entire United States in 2012. <laughs> Don't be proud of that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> We're making comparisons, right? <laughs> but, you know, the, the difference is over here, you know, Australia's wildlife, snakes and spiders and deadly octopus and sharks and you know crocodiles and alligators and stuff but we've got no gun crime because you know that we don't we don't have that the gun culture over here so at least if you're going to go it's it's going to be painful and slow now I, i hate to bring this up but with the fires is there still a large animal population Mm, yeah that was terrible for the the people who don't know we had a terrible season for bushfires, just some uh, some conditions were right for fires across the whole east coast of Australia. Basically, the whole length of the country was on fire for yeah a couple couple of weeks. Um, but plenty of people died. Um, it was quite hor- horrific for our for our animals and and such that couldn't couldn't get away. It was just pretty traumatizing. Couple of couple of weeks you know there was no escaping it you'd step outside and everything was just sort and ash and you know just these mega fires that had coalesced you know at one point there was a fire the size of belgium burning in in australia just sort of horrific level we were importing firemen um and a a couple of those gentlemen died as well we brought in some american firefighters uh Um, yeah, just just terrible circumstance, and and most of the people doing this are not professional firemen; they're, they're volunteers. There, um, so, and then on top of that, now you know we've got the the virus shenanigans. So, two thousand twenty. Yeah, we got that here too. 
so far has been pretty dull. Pretty. I wouldn't, uh, be, I wouldn't be incredibly too worried about the uh, the virus. Um, that's. I guess it's just my opinion. I'm not worried about the coronavirus. Um, if anything, you'd be more worried about the flu. Yeah, um, we have got a we got a bad flu epidemic going around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The flu has got a much higher death rate than the coronavirus, sitting at what three percent. So it's just it's just the media blowing the fucking virus up. Saying, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, fucking everybody, take shelter, get in your bomb shelters." I don't, I don't understand it. I, I'm just going to assume that somewhere in the United States political system, something really, really bad is happening, and all of us are blind to it because everyone's losing their shit over the coronavirus. That's my assumption. I mean, I've got two small children uh, with no sense of you know, personal space or hygiene to speak of. So there's no, you know, there's no escaping those germs at, at the best of absolute times. Absolute best to teach them to wash their hands. It's, it's just your, whatever it takes to, to teach them to properly wash their hands. It's the best I can, I can say here. Um, yeah. yeah that's, Me personally, I don't, I don't have any, any concern. Um, for yeah, for me, if I were to get the coronavirus, I'd be sick for a couple of days, and and then I would probably be fine, because that's generally how a virus works in a healthy human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, complain about it though, constantly. I was gonna <laughs> say, if I get sick, I'll be sick for a week, but I'll, I'll hide it. If you get sick, you probably get the man virus. No, I don't. The man. I, I I I can't afford to like not go to work i'm not saying you wouldn't go to work but you'd be whining and complaining no, no, as if you were dying no no first <laughs> I mean, that's off the problem in the time it? in the time i've known you mm-hmm. how many times have i been sick mm, probably two okay and in those two times did i ever do any of that that you're describing i don't know i didn't go visit your house you were sick Okay, well, the answer is no. Why? Why do I not complain when I'm sick? Because there's fucking nobody to complain to. <laughs> I'm just at home. Fuck you. <laughs> speaking, speaking together. Here's my daughter. She's going to come pop into bed. Come here, bub. Oh, sure. Okay, she's going <laughs> to listen. <in. laughs> well, That's good. I made, that. I made this side of the bed all warm for you. His daughter's visiting, so don't swear. Yeah, no, she can't hear. That's fine. Okay, you you gotta sleep, Bubba. So, do you get the man virus? Um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty robust. You know, I don't tend to get super sick, or if I do, it's not, it's not debilitating. But uh, you know, we do. You know, when a gentleman gets sick, it is legitimately worse for him. You know, in length and severity. <laughs> See, man virus. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> she tried so hard. To... <laughs> now I'm going to get all the hate mail from the male listeners. Fontaine, I'm sorry. Offended by I've Dusty. Given a, 
try so the hard, buddy. Spank line. The whistle is playing blind. Oh my god. But no, I'm pretty good. And you know, if I did get sick, I've got you know, I've got this sick sick leave. My workers would be happy for me to stay at home, keep it to myself. Uh, which is a nice that, safety net. Speaking of which, uh, Fontaine, what do you do? Um I mean, we won't. We we don't need to harp on. I'm an environmental scientist, okay. so I work in, I'm, a, I'm a, a chemist and a microbiologist. I work in water quality primarily. I'm a laboratory supervisor, so we um, have got a lot of precious water. Obviously, in Australia, we're we're a massive desert, and we've run dry a few times. So, water is a big you know, keeping that water water available and of good quality is important. I'm, I'm still in shock. He said he gets to stay home if he's sick. We're not allowed to do that over here. Just wanted to slip that in. <sighs> yeah, but uh, yeah, mostly mostly water. But um, I've got a bit of a national reputation as a troubleshooter, which is nice sometimes. Um, we've got a yeah, we've got a pretty tight laboratory here for the analysis of water and soil and other fun things people call up anytime i mean even now with the, with the virus thing going on with the bushfires people are flat out trying to find some answers and some people you know you can help with some robust science and some people can't be helped and that's difficult too so now i understand why you got my well driller humor the other day yeah you're into water too that's right. Yeah, the bore. I told. I said uh, your father was a, a a driller, and I told her that it must be boring. And then it took a few seconds. Well, it started out with he went well with a question mark, and I went, "Okay, that's a deep subject." <laughs> and it went downhill from there. Honestly, that took me a few seconds. Done. But... You're done. I'm done. I woke up at four in the morning <laughs> for this. Oh my god. I am so... What? <laughs> oh my god. This is what happens when okay, you let you, me book you... the guest. Oh. Fontaine, did you did you go to university? Did you get a did you get a degree for what you do? Yeah, yeah, I've got a, a degree in applied science. Uh, how how many years did you spend in university? That was 3 years from 1995. Um, started when I was 17 bummed around for a year afterwards and then hooked up with this mob and I've been here 20 yeah 21 22 years now that's awesome long time yeah just creeping my way up the ranks to somewhere that I'm you know pretty comfortable now yeah you were even bored when he started working shut the fuck up (laughs) just shut your fucking mouth I I I get it I'm young shut up Oh my god, every fucking podcast. It's the same fucking thing. Oh, don't worry. You're going to be old in a few days when you have your birthday. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. What's the damage? Uh, I don't know. No. Has he got 27? I was going to say he'll be 27. Jeez. He's a babe. No, we fucking bad. And I don't. I don't much appreciate being told that I'm a wee fucking bad. I already know I'm a wee fucking bad. 
All right. Listen. You know why I do it. Yeah. Why? You've been whining about 30s coming, coming and you're getting old. I'm, I'm already old. My back hurts. I hate it when people are on my lawn. Okay. I've got a receding hairline. What the fuck do you want from me? I'm old. I'm already fucking old. I'm literally, I'm going through like a midlife crisis for somebody who was, who was around in the 11th century. Like, what the fuck do you want? This is normal, right? Well, <laughs> I'd kill to be 27 again. See? I'm sure one day I will say that. I'd kill to be 27 again. But, you know, I would, I'd say I'd kill to be 23 again. I actually liked being 23. 27, I fucking... I, I, I'm not even there yet, and I already hate it. Fuck. This party sucks. I hate all of you. <laughs> fucking A. At least, you know what, well, at least we, we, we definitely got in a bunch of time. I was worried. I, I was worried. But I we we did it, go team. I led I led the charge here. You we haven't ranted welcome. though. Let's ask Fontaine first. What's the worst thing that happened to you this this week? This week? I mean yeah, we've got a we've got a short week this week. We've got a a, a state holiday on Monday, so that's not a, we have to compress five days work or six, six days work into four so and a lot of people take that short week you know they they turn a three-day weekend into a four or longer so nobody's at work uh yeah it was a lot of stress for me at work it's probably the worst probably the worst thing how about you sal just, oh, just oh is it is it past the fucking kumbaya stick? And if we don't do was... hashtag ramble ramp, we'll probably lose our rights to it. <laughs> so go. Ah, uh, fuck me sideways. Okay, so um, Monday night when I go in to work to load people's trucks, uh, obviously no one else is there uh, because everyone is still on their weekend. Uh, so uh, I'm 100% alone. And I've got to pull all the trucks out of the bay because they put them in the bay for the weekend because it's cold and trucks can freeze and stuff, you know, and not start. So I get told through a text message of where all the product is going, blah, 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 blah. And I go to start up everybody's truck and everyone's truck starts up just fine. But there's one sitting in the mechanics bay that I got to move out of the mechanics bay. So I back it out and then it dies in the middle of the fucking lot. Oh, so no. I give a call. <laughs> I give a call to my boss at retard o'clock in the morning saying, hey, I got a truck that died in the middle of the lot. Why did it die in the middle of the lot? And he's like, oh, are you taking 091? Is that, is that the... I was like, yeah, that's the one. He's like, yeah, that one's out of commission. And I'm like, well, where's my fucking note? <laughs> oh, no. He <laughs> didn't leave me a note. He's like, well, I thought if I left in the mechanics bay, you would know. And I was like, no! It doesn't work like that. So how did you get the trucks around the dead one? <laughs> Very fucking carefully. No, I, I fucking, I pulled, I pulled a 36,000 pound truck away from the middle of the lot with a forklift. You what? Yes. 
I fucking jerry-rigged a fucking chain to the, the front of the truck and to the back of the forklift, and I pulled the truck. I put the fucking truck in neutral, and I pulled the truck away oh from the God. middle of the lot. It was still in the way, but at least it wasn't in the middle of the way. I would rather something be in the way, but not in the middle. It's, it's strange. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I'm not going <laughs> to charades this for you guys. I don't know. <laughs> Verbal charades. <laughs> I'd like to see this. I can't go a single fucking week without something to rant. (laughs) It's all one week or just a day. Give me a day where I can go in and things are fine. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) You'll be all right. How long did you stand there before you realized the forklift was a viable, you know, solution? (laughs) That's actually a good question. I stared. I stared at that truck. I like I got out and just looked at it for a bit. I don't know why I got out and looked at it, but I just got out and looked at it. <laughs> and I'm like, because I, I I got the face of somebody who's working alone, but it's still the face of what do I do now? <laughs> I didn't think of the forklift for a while. The first thing I actually thought of was to call my boss and say, "What the fuck?" But um, but then uh, he didn't even come up with the idea of do the forklift. He's just like, well. <laughs> Screwed, buddy. You shouldn't have taken the one out of the mechanics bay. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, and then I was like, wait a minute. I've got a forklift. I've got a chain. Let's see if I can do this. And it worked. I always find a way to get something done. And that's what I'm going to put in my resume. <laughs> I got to remember to put that down. I can always figure out how to do something. <laughs> I, I don't lose hope. It's a... Uh... Critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Uh, that, that's actually really important. That, yeah. is, that is very important because everyone else, when I go in, just kind of quits and leaves. I mean, you could be like me right now. The car's still dead in the back. Oh, yeah. Because and... I haven't found anyone to jump it. <laughs> I love where your priorities are sitting. Hey, Salem, come over to do the podcast. I know you've got jumper cables and whatnot in your car, but I don't fucking care. We got to do the podcast. I, and my car's dead in the back. This is the first time I fucking heard about this. Oh, I didn't tell you? No. Oh, I stupidly left the lights on yesterday. You fucking idiot. And I haven't had a car. Did you have a doctor's appointment today? Yeah. I had to borrow the neighbor's car. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a, you're such a I can't handle you. Fonte, I'm gonna. We gotta pull some money together, buddy. I'm gonna, we're gonna get her a fucking one way to go and bother you for the rest of your life. I can't I'm fucking die. At least there's no snow. Yeah, it's not snowing right now. Shut the fuck up. It's going to happen. I'm going to look out the window and look at that. A couple of flakes. But anyway, once we're done talking to Fontaine, you want to jump my car? No. No, I absolutely don't want to jump your fucking car. I want to go back to bed. All right. I was happy. There was a brief moment when I was unconscious and simultaneously happy at the same time. What's the worst part about being asleep is that you're happy when you're asleep but you can't experience that happy because you're too busy vividly hallucinating about, I don't know, Hitler. That wasn't what I was dreaming about last night. I know. I don't care. What I care about right now is our drink test. Oh, yeah, we got to do that, don't we? 
Yes. Patches so, dropped something off. Patches dropped something off last week. He actually dropped off two things. Uh, and this is what, number two? So this is drink number two that has been sitting in your fridge for a week. Like, it matters, right? You know, whatever. It's, it's alcohol. Uh, this is from the Boulder Beer Company. It's called... <laughs> what is it called? Let me see. This is the first time I looked at it. Bump and rind? Bump, bump and rind, I guess. Watermelon Kolsch. Uh, what is so, a Kolsch? Uh, fucking, I don't, I don't know. I work at a beer company. I know what a Kolsch is. Kolsch-style beer brewed with watermelon. I already, so Boulder, Colorado is where this is brewed in. I already know that I'm going to fucking hate it because I fucking hate watermelon. Oh, I love watermelon. Oh, my God. Um... Okay, it's a pretty great. label, though. It's nice, bright green. Yeah, so nice it, watermelon. It, it, it looks like it's a watermelon, and it can. Okay, you know, I'm just gonna pour it, and good luck, everybody. <laughs> and I want to point out, it's it's now six a.m. Six a.m. Yeah, we're, we're drinking, and we're gonna beer. drink alcohol. Six a.m. Oh, this one's oh, oh, oh almost perfect. I'm disappointed. I was hoping it would be pink. No, it's not pink. It's it's labeled as a watermelon. Doesn't look like anything watermelony, which is actually kind of nice. And it's such a pale yellow. It's very sudsy. It's got a horrible head. It's a very pale yellow. The I'm head. Just, I've never. I've not the even head looks this. like soap. Shut up. <laughs> I'm giving it a sniff. That one's definitely sweet. It smells weird. What the fuck is it? What am I smelling? It's weird. I'm not happy about this. Does it taste good? You just drank it. Oh, look at that face. Ugh. Oh, look at that face. Ugh. Oh, boy. That's uh, different. That's different, isn't it? Oh, boy. Here, I go. Right, here we go. Time to do this. What the fuck did I just drink? Well, it's got oh my God. a little bit of watermelon oh and then God. a whole lot of hop. Oh. Fuck, it is just Thank hot. you, Patches. It's the thought that counts. The Hop City. Oh, my God. Oh, my Ugh. God. Okay, if you like hops, I suggest Bump and Rind Watermelon Colch. Don't fucking drink this. <laughs> this. This can... This can right here has a price sticker still on it that Patches has, has been so kind to leave for us. It's ten ninety nine. This is a single can. Ten ninety nine. Okay. God no. I don't know what our currency to your currency is, Fontaine, and I'm sorry. Uh, for us, eleven dollars for one twelve ounce can of beer is. What the fuck are you thinking? Anyway, don't. Don't drink this. Don't drink Bump and Rind Watermelon Kolsch <laughs> from Boulder, Colorado. Tell Boulder, Colorado to go fuck itself. That is that is not worth eleven fucking dollars. There is your there is your drink test. We are at like what is this episode? We're still 15? we're still okay. No no no. We're at episode fifteen. I have done. And this it? finally finally a drink that I can ramble rant. Oh my god. I will 100% absolutely be very okay with pouring this down the drain. Every other drink, you know, if I didn't enjoy it a little bit, I'd still drink it and I'd still I, finish it. I want drink. you to go get me that candy cane. Why? I need the taste out of my mouth. 
No, I'm not going to give you the candy cane. I'm going to make you suffer. Waited a week for this fucking thing. (laughs) I'm so upset. Fontaine, are you upset? I mean, Boulder, Colorado doesn't scream watermelons, does it? (laughs) That's a very good point. It's not. Can they no. even grow watermelons there? That is bad. I don't know. It's probably too cold. It's know. not renowned for its melons. <laughs> the entirety of Colorado is at least a mile above sea level, so I would say no. See, if we had asked Fontaine before we popped it, we probably wouldn't have touched it. Because that's total logic. Yeah, but we have to. That's the whole point. The whole point is for the internet to go, <laughs> he hated the drink. <laughs> Why would he do that to himself? You know, that's, that's, this was fucking disgusting. Wait a minute. What did you do to Patches to have him give us this? I don't know. I think Patches was just like, hey, you guys might enjoy this. It's got, it's got a fruit. <laughs> it's got a fruit. It's a Kolsch, whatever a Kolsch we'll is. We'll ask him tomorrow because he dropped off. Can you Google Kolsch for me? Fontaine, Google Kolsch, please. I'm on my phone. Oh, well, I'll fuck. Google it. Fontaine, why would you... You just... you just Come on, man. We got wrestling tickets tomorrow to that you. special ma- male-female male, gender oh, wrestling yeah, we, thing. Yeah, we, we got wrestling tickets, don't we? Kolsch. K-O-L-S-C-H. Yeah, Kolsch. Okay. It's... It's actually not pronounced that way. Okay, what's it pronounced as? It's oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, go ahead and pronounce that for me. There we go. It's German. It's German. I have no idea. Figure it out. I don't know. Um, it's a style of beer originating in Cologne, Germany. Uh, it has an original gravity between 11 and 16 degrees Play-Doh. What the fuck am I reading? <laughs> what? I just want to know what the fuck Kolsch means. Okay, it's got an, it's, it's gravity is between 11 and 16 degrees Play-Doh, guys. <laughs> I can enjoy that. I mean, I know what that means. <laughs> okay, Fontaine, help me out, buddy. What's the specific gravity is is specific gravity is a uh, comparison of the density of water compared of, of 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 a liquid compared to water. Okay. So the so the so the specific gravity. The density of water is one, and as you right. add alcohol to it, it gets less than one. But the Germans are real funky about their their units of measurement as a as a scientist and a, you know, okay as a as a student of fermentation technology. They're real they're real funky about their units that exist in Germany, but but nowhere else. Well, well, here's a better uh, definition. It's a crisp, delicate, and oh so drinkable German. German thing. style Kolsch, which I'm assuming I'm, I'm butchering this. This is a beer hybrid, meaning that it's a uh, production and subsequent beer drinking experience saddles qualities of both lager beers and ale beers. So apparently it's a mix between a lager and an ale. Um, there you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Good enough. We've all learned something. We can go to bed. Yep. That's your philosophy, I suppose. Uh, I suppose. Let me let me do one more because la- last week oh. we did the whole. There's a difference between drinking it from the the glass and drinking it from the the can. So I'm gonna I'm going to. I hope I hope everyone's at least saluting me as I do this. I'm gonna do one more. I, I ain't doing sip it. Straight from the <laughs> can. Cheers. Did it get better? 
No. 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 At least you could no. pretend it was pink. Yeah. <laughs> yep. At least I'm I'm sitting here pretending that it's that it's a nice color to look at. And instead, it, of, it it looks instead it looks like a pee test I gave yeah. the doctor today. Yeah. No. It it, it looks like piss. <laughs> I'm surprised we went the entire podcast and you're not talking about your doctor visit. Did they did they touch your woo-ha? Oh look oh look, it's time for it's an hour. <laughs> we touched, gotta they end touched the, her woo-ha. We're gonna end the, the They got all up in her woo-ha. We're gonna end the conversation here. <laughs> Fontaine, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Classy guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh in the future it would be it would be cool to have you uh on any any time that you're available. So uh Maybe we'll we'll uh, figure some other things. And I told out. them every couple of months. Sure, why not? Every yeah, every okay. every couple episodes, <laughs> just throw Fontaine in there because uh, there's 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 definitely more that we can touch on uh, for for having fun and hanging out with uh, with with yeah. you, Fontaine. And it was uh, this was a cool experience because this is really the first time that I've actually like talked to you. So uh, this was a cool experience. Uh, Cinder, I will fucking murder you. Look, look me in the eye. Hey, I'm trying to end a podcast here. Hey, I will fucking kill you. I'm going to kill your cat. No, you're not. I'm going to murder your fucking cat. Anyway, Fontaine, thank you so much, my friend. And uh, I guess, do we, do we, do we want to? Are we going to find us on shameless, Facebook, guys? Shameless plug. All the, all the links are on Facebook. Facebook, the sock, the sock drawer. Sock and then, drawer. I can't uh, even talk. Now. Anywhere you can find quality podcasts of uh, Realm of the Mist. Uh, for Realm of the Mist. Check out uh, check out everything that Realm of the Mist has to offer. Press A Gaming, Breaking the Fourth Wall, uh, After Hours. We're on After Hours all the time. It's a great uh, great podcast to uh, follow if you like hating yourself, which I do. Do you like mm-hmm. hating yourself? Hi, Cinder. Ah, I hate the cats. All right. Here. Until the next episode. Until the next episode. Everyone have a great night, morning, day, wherever you are. <laughs>